swig of water. Mm. Also, that's not water. It is water. It isn't. Why? It's not real. It, that's like saying... Maybe it's still water. It's not, though, is it? It's all full of stuff. It's not full of stuff. Look on the back. There's nothing in it. It's got citric acid. You find yeah. that in a lemon. <laughs> it's got <laughs> flavourings. It's got preservatives, which is fine. You don't want it to go... Dimethyl. One of, yeah, exactly. One, one of my favourite preservatives. Uh, di- no, dimethyl dicarbonate. Yeah, okay. That's what makes it fizzy. Yeah, okay. But when you sodium, say it's water... Sodium bezonate, bezoate, be- sodium something. That, okay. Uh, yeah. That's some kind of salt, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and then it's got sweetener in it. And sucralose. Yes. It's an opto- So when you say to me, oh, it's water, and I say to you, it's not water, that's the reason why it's not water. Hello and welcome along to episode three of the Gist. Jacob, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm so cheery about. <laughs> <laughs> we just talking about sweetened water. I've got a joke for you. Oh, just God. before we start. Oh God! All right, go on. Because I'm a dad, right? Yeah. I like dad jokes, um, and for all the dads out there, I found one, and this is uh, from a chap called Alex Curtis. I'm going to find you on LinkedIn and just tag him in this go on um but uh he said or the joke is why don't pens move hang on before before you give it <laughs> you're so pleased with this joke aren't you you're so happy about I saw it. it and i was like i can't i have to tell somebody about this right okay let's because you were the first one then you get it let's be let's be serious for a minute okay right let's start again go on ask me again okay <laughs> why don't my pens move I don't know. Why don't your pens move? <laughs> because they're stationary. <laughs> and do you know what? This is a great, great time to shout out to Paul Green because that's what he used to do. What? Stationary. Did he? Paul Green actually needs a shout out anyway because Paul Green's the one that helped us sort our levels out by recommending Podcastle to us, didn't he? Yeah, dad jokes. I, I fell victim to some dad jokes uh, yesterday. I say I fell victim. I enjoyed them tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, um, everybody says they hate dad jokes or yeah. another dad joke but honestly inside they're just creasing with laughter I um, <laughs> I, I went to the driving range yesterday and this is a the, the owner of said dad jokes big shout out to Phil at um, American Golf in Lincoln because he, okay. he thrust these upon me with thrust. no warning thrust and they, were, and they were brilliant I went to the counter to sort something out and asked him if he'd been on holiday and he said yes and I said where have you been and he went Oh, I just went to Rome. Oh, nice. He went, yeah, Rome around the garden. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, right. He went, yeah, and then just went off to the, the USA. Went, oh, nice. He went, yeah, upstairs in the attic. <laughs> okay, Jesus. okay, they're a bit, they're a bit worse. <laughs> but it's like... I was taken aback. I was, wasn't expecting it. No. It was, no. Uh, hey, it, it made... It, the driving range experience for me is usually quite horrifying, so it yeah. just made it a little bit lighter. Yeah, yeah, so it sure. Was nice. Well, it's it's. I just like light-hearted. I mean, I I like fun. Yes. Like I like just jokes and so stuff. Nobody doesn't like fun. No. Tell you who's people. the mis- who's the miserable bastard that's walking around going. You know, there's one thing I hate, and that's fun. <laughs> I don't like fun at all. Oh man. So there are some people out there like that though that are just fun suckers. They're like. Um, I call them yeah. fun sponges. Yeah, or mood hoovers. Mood hoovers, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, mood hoovers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all of that aside, dad yes. jokes and all jokes aside, yeah. um, 
I had a question for you. Oh. I know. Right, so, so I feel like this is a, a pod of surprises today. So it you, is. You've, you've uh, thrown uh, a dad joke on me. Now you've got an, now you've got an unscripted question. I know. But go on then. This this creates the authenticity for the podcast that people seek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, over the weekend I uh, did a LinkedIn post about working late, right. and the time was eleven fifty-five p.m. Yes. And my question to you is, are you somebody that likes to work earlier in the morning mm. or are you like me and a night owl? Um, I would drift more into the night owl space. Okay. I am not good in a morning. Right. Um, but I can, I, I, I can actually... And this truly was an unscripted question, but I can provide you some content on this, actually. Okay, so, yeah. This is all to do, do with energy cycles of people and the fact that we all have different um, energy cycles. There are commonalities in that some people, or the majority of people, will, will slot into a certain energy cycle. Maybe not the majority, just a high percentage, if you like. Um, but yeah, everyone's got different energy cycles where your energy peaks and then it dips down again and then you eat something or you sort of nourish yourself, give yourself a bit more energy and you come up for a bit more of a peak and then you drop down again. And where those energy cycles sit um, and where they are uh, depend very much um, on uh, a number of factors, including um, your the, the job that you do. So the sort of the energy cycle you force yourself into, um, the culture as well that you're in. Um, what the culture um, is that you're using and things like your age as well your energy cycle changes over time so my energy cycle um i've got no energy yeah (laughs) ever (laughs) (laughs) you don't have an energy cycle whatsoever it's just uh just not more an energy go-kart yes i'm an energy uh, hoover yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah mine uh mine tends to um you know it's hard like i said morning i'm not great I know for jobs that I've had in the past, I've had some exceptionally good bosses where um, I've shared about uh, my energy cycle to them um, and they've appreciated what my energy cycle is. And if there's like a, you know an important bit of work that they've got to get me to do and it's got to be done quite urgently and to a good standard, they'll, sort of, they'll hold it till about 11 o'clock <laughs> and then they'll give it to oh, By the way, can you just do this really quick and really well? Uh, because they know if they give it to me at like seven in the morning, I'll go, oh, I'll try and muddle my way through it. Um, So yeah, my uh, my energy cycle works where I'm generally up and active and and milling around for about eight nine o'clock. Work-wise, I'm starting to get into a good rhythm um, by about ten. I peak in terms of effort and output around about eleven twelve, and I can go until about two three o'clock. Then two three o'clock, then I'll crash a bit. I've then got to eat something to keep me going. But I think because that's quite late in the afternoon, that then means that I'll then motor on through that um, until about eight o'clock when I probably need to eat something else. And then after that, I can go till about you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Mm. Um, so yeah, early morning, not great. I'm far better in the evening doing work. However, that probably spurs a conversation about uh, or rather a statement, I'm not at all saying or advocating that anybody should be getting up at 8 o'clock, starting to peak with their energy levels around about 11 or 12 o'clock and then work until 11 or 12 o'clock at night, 12 hours of work. 
I'm not advocating that whatsoever. I'm no. just saying how my energy works, really. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Because I see lots of people and mm. I read lots of things about... And I, and I don't think that getting up early or getting it... It's like anything. It's a routine, isn't it? Yeah. And when you do something new or you change things... Um, you have to do it consistently mm. over time for it to then be embedded in your routine. Yeah. I've always found it really difficult to be one of those people that gets in the gym at five o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah. I really struggle. Not just that, but I also hate the gym as well. So, um, <laughs> which is why I've never been. Well, not never been, but I haven't yeah. been for about 12 years. Um, but I really struggle to get into that routine of getting up mm. at five, going to the gym. And, 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 the, and but the really, really, frustrating thing is that i'm sure if i did do that and i did it consistently mm. i would probably see the the benefits of it at some point but the issue is that i like staying up late at night time this is, do you know what it and it's it's a bit frustrating isn't it my um my very good friend is always been good at getting up early so yeah, he's he's great at getting up early, um, and he's done that exactly what you're talking about. He got, got gets up very early, gets himself in the gym, does all this kind of stuff before he starts work, relatively early. Um, but he's done in terms of energy for work and doing work. He's done it around about three o'clock. Can't you know? He's he push himself through. If he's got to push himself through to do it, then he will. You know, these are learned behaviours, but. Generally, it, his energy's peaked and gone by the time he gets to three o'clock, and then he's in bed by like nine o'clock every night. Yeah. And it's a bit, you know, broad... the, c- the cinema, mate. The cinema listings don't start till quarter past eight. Exactly. I mean, I watched Indiana Jones. Yeah. The other night. Yeah. Quarter past eight, it starts. Obviously, you got the adverts, yeah. and also, when 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 did it become acceptable to have a Tango ice blast for five pound fifty each? <laughs> Spent eleven pounds, mate, at the cinema. <laughs> What's going on? It's a good job I, sn- I snuck some Percy pigs in my in my coat pocket. It didn't get shafted well, on you know, the have sweets. You know, but... Have you noticed at cinemas now that even the staff at the cinema appreciate that the prices for the um, refreshments um, and the food at the cinema is extortionate? It's and we know crazy. they appreciate it because I remember back in the day when if you used to try and sneak food into the cinema, do you remember they used to like check yeah. your bag or something before yeah. you went in? Yeah. And now they don't give a shit. They're just like, no. you, you could walk in with a bag absolutely bulging. They'll just let you go past. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Yeah, you, you take what you want in, mate. There's no point playing £10 for a pick and mix. I look like um, Neo from The Matrix. You know, in that first episode where he pulls his leather leather jacket open, yeah. he's got all these <laughs> all these guns and stuff in his... In, I look like that, but with Percy Pigs and a bag of munchies and, you know, bag of all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but that was um, some kind of creepy child. <laughs> Not quite, but Not yeah, quite. yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. Anyway, uh, Indiana Jones. By the way, I'm, I'm sorry if people are going to go see it, but Come my on. personal opinion was it was terrible. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, so, so sorry to just um, nerd out on this for a minute, but was it worse than Kingdom of the Crystal School, which was the fourth one, which was awful? I mean, I'd like to say. It was probably was a bit worse. I think so. I mean, yes. saying that though, I made a mistake. I should have watched the others before I watched that one. You know, like how a film is. Sometimes I can't always remember what happens in films because it's yeah. been so long ago. Yeah, yeah. And so what I should have done was I should have watched What's at least the four, last one. And yeah, then, and then gone. To yeah, that, it's a bit yeah. like Mission Impossible. I've never yeah. seen Mission Impossible. Yeah, ever. 
yeah any of them yeah and so i started on the first one the other night uh but so to answer your question bob shark yeah i can't <laughs> can't quite remember what happened in four anyway or whatever kingdom crystal school yeah thing. A- aliens um, and pyramids and stuff that and was it yeah. yeah but also in the in the in the one that's just been released um Harrison Ford's been like CGI'd as a young a young character again, and that oh. that kind of looks real, but not real at the same time. His mm. teeth don't look real. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, so when you are in bed early, you cannot go to the cinema and spend eleven pound on two Tango ice baths, which actually disintegrate within about thirty seven seconds yeah. to half the size of what you've actually paid for. Um, and so you can't go to watch terrible films at the cinema like Indiana Jones. So I'm starting to think that going to bed early is probably the better option. Actually, yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, what, have we un- what have we uncovered He's in actually this? a genius. Oh, what have we uncovered Bam. here? Oh, going to bed early. But I guess I've always, I've always been the same. Um, when I was at university, hmm. and maybe this was actually not necessarily a good thing, um, but I always did coursework late at night I always did stuff late at night and it was like into the early hours and and everything and yeah I mean I'd love to be one of those people that maybe it's because I've not done it consistently to to, 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 to say well actually this is what I prefer actually but just the idea I don't know does anybody like getting up early I mean I can do it I can absolutely get up early it's not a problem I can do it it's learned behaviour it is I, I can do it you know if I if you know we go to the business clubs and they're early. Yeah. Um, if I've got an half past six tea time, then I am. You're I, there. Mate. I am out of bed early. Do you know why though? <laughs> go on. It's important to you. Exactly right. Exactly That's right. the key thing. Yeah, isn't and it? it's the same with the business clubs as well, isn't it? You yeah, know, they're important to you, so you get up and you make the effort for it. If you don't have to, you don't have to. But this is, this is a thing with learned behaviour, right? You can you can force and make yourself do all kinds of certain things, and you rightly said you do it for long enough, your body gets used to it, you start doing it. But yeah. I noticed that I couldn't help but notice how you reined back then on a statement. You started trying to say I'd love to be one of those people that gets up early, and then you corrected yourself rightly because <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe for a second you would love to be one of those well, people. Well, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't love love it. I think what what I would like to understand is whether or not I. I, I think personally, I'm better. Mm later at night yes but because i've not given myself the opportunity to experience mm. an early uh version of myself yeah but i just i just know that i'm play probably your, not that person play to your strengths mate play to your strengths you know you're, you're good late at night so do the work late at night yeah and, the, and I, 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 carly told me a thing the other day where um she said so you've heard of the 5am club right so the no f- the you five, in, you're not in it then <laughs> no not a chance <laughs> no way yeah the 5am club. Getting in at 5am club. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, hey, I'm getting older. I can't even do that anymore. Oh, the wrong end of I that know, spectrum. We'll talk about kids in another episode. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, so the 5am club was, was this idea about people that get up at 5am and then they do these productive things um, before 7 or something. I've not really bought into it. I've had a few friends that have um, got involved in it. I think there's a book or something on it as well. Um, anyway, Carly was telling me that she saw a TikTok the other day that the 5am club has now become the 3am club. 3am? 3 in the morning? Who's getting up at 3 in the morning? Well, it's not even in the morning, it's is it? It's night time. Yeah. It's madness. How early do you want to make it? I've also seen another TikTok where this guy who thinks... I mean, maybe he is. I, I should, I, Honestly, I shouldn't start that sentence with he thinks, but he... Uh, he suggests he's some kind of genius because he says, you've, got, you've all got this wrong. Um, and then he talks about how he spreads 
three days into one day, gets up super early, and then I'll have to get the information and come back with it. But it's just mad the way he sort of bricks his day out, so it's three days in one day. Okay, and it just seems like a nonsense to me. So he's he's, he's, he's taking condensed working week to the ultimate, the, the absolute ultimate. And that's apparently how he's successful because all you idiots are running around thinking that there's only seven days in a week when actually there's 21 or something like that. Right? Ah, okay. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Apparently, Interesting. I'm, apparently I'm the idiot. Yeah, right. okay. okay. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, 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 at the minute, I need to make better use of my calendar and my time. Um, so uh, maybe maybe I need to take a, a leaf out of... Uh, out of his book, really. Uh, well, go to that extreme. <laughs> <laughs> go to that well, three days not, in one. Wow. Um, yeah, maybe not that, but maybe just being a bit more organised. But I mean, yeah. you know, sleep sleep is important, isn't it? Hundred um, percent. Yeah. And I can't remember who was telling me, and I'm sure there's people out there. Maybe the guys from Unstoppable. Maybe mm. Ryan and Ryan Nick. And Nick yeah. They do sleep stuff. Anybody else we know who sleep does sleep stuff? Okay, fine. Um, maybe they would tell you that sleeping eight hours a day is obviously the optimum. Normally. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. That's why they need to tell us, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, but sleep... Well, well, they'll tell us when we have them on. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, they will. Somebody was telling me it's not necessarily when you go to bed. It's when you get... It's when you... Uh, get up that's important oh. because when you get up at different times it's almost like jet lag so right. it, the the kind of going to sleep is not the problem oh, obviously if it's extreme like two hours three hours sleep it's a bit yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know if you went to bed at nine or eleven yeah. or twelve that's not so bad but if you changed your getting up time from say five to then seven to then ten Apparently that's a bit like jet lag. I mean, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but maybe yeah, we can get maybe. them to kind of verify or not verify. But we know that we know we know sleep, look, sleep sleep is massively important in terms of everything, in terms of brain function and all that. I saw a guy, some kind of scientist, the other day that said if sleep wasn't a natural thing, it would be a banned substance um, for <laughs> yeah. things like athletes because yeah, of the yeah. power that it has on on the body and what it does for our, our ability to function and to repair ourselves and to re-energize ourselves and all that. It sounds obvious when when you talk about it, but do you know what? There are so so many people, and I've been I, I'm constantly guilty of it that just don't get enough sleep because yeah, I don't. it's also good for stuff like fat loss and that you know you know if you're if you're training and you're and again Nick and Ryan will tell us more about this but if you're if you're training and you're trying to lose a bit of weight sleep is like one of the most important aspects of that yeah so, which seems mad so one of the best ways to lose fat is it's to be sleep. unconscious <laughs> <laughs> not moving sounds perfect to me yeah what, yeah, what uh, a brilliant diet plan I think there's more to it yeah <laughs> there's got to be <laughs> Looking at Ryan yeah. and Nick's LinkedIn feed, there's got to be more to it than that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was my kind of question, really, um, about, you know, are you more of a night owl or, you know, morning person? And it sounds yeah. to me like you're more night owl, but would get up in the morning for the right things. Exactly right. A bit like me, yeah. really. Um, you know, it'd be nice if uh, the listeners dropped us a note to let us know what their energy cycles were. Yeah, cool. well, well, again, I don't think you're productive for eight hours a day. I think you're productive in blocks, exactly. aren't you? Which so, pe- like, like I said, it's in peaks and troughs. So yeah. It goes up and down throughout the day. 
because it was it like two hours of time yeah. is it two hours yeah, about two hours yeah. you, so so you are focused for two hours yeah. after two hours is that is that is that kind of like when I try and read a book I can't read it because I just I'm, I'm looking at the words but they're just not going in yeah. that type of thing yeah um, you you sustain this is this is an important um, thing when it comes to uh, training facilitation as well that yeah. your sustained focus maxes out probably somewhere around about 15 minutes um, so you've got to this is why we find it so hard when you've heard the saying um, death by powerpoint yeah, presentations sure. this is why that is a challenge for a lot of people because you know if you've got to sit through 70 slides for three hours um, it's you're basically staring at the same thing for a sustained period of time and your brain just can't cope with that that was a bit like what it was like watching Indiana Jones, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Look, apart from... So, apart from going to the cinema to watch dodgy movies and pay a lot of money for ice blasts, what, uh, what else... I saved you... a lot of money, though, because I went on a Wednesday, mate. Me and Cat Movies, tip from the top. Love Financial it. planning, tip. Love it. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, usually Me and Cat Movies vouchers. Good if job. you've got Me and Cat Movies, and if you don't, then it's really easy to get a voucher because you just buy day insurance for like 50p. Day insurance? Yeah, so go on Me and Cat Movies. Yeah. Uh, not Me and Cat Movies. Compare the market. Yeah. And you can search for like travel insurance for a day or like car insurance for a day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, you like... 90p a pound and then you get a whole year's worth of meerkat movies vouchers because you qualify what a brilliant tip that is yeah well done you for bringing for for bringing value to the podcast (laughs) yeah i know yeah look at me i've saved three three episodes in yeah exactly yeah there you go (laughs) now i can leave the podcast with my head held high doff your cap and walk out thank you very much it's a bit like um, Top Cashback. Do you use that or Quidco? No. Do you know I looked at Top Cashback in the back in the past, and it, uh, <coughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't really get it. I was like, I got to buy stuff, and then you give me money back, and there's a lot of stuff to fill in. And do you know what? It just looks a bit boring. And there's a bit nothing to rubbish. fill in. No, there's nothing to fill in. You've been doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you've been doing it wrong. I think, I think we need a conversation outside of the podcast. I, you need to sort my finances. <laughs> 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 oh yes okay we'll do that um well yeah. top cash price easy like you, it, okay so let's just say you're gonna buy so oh, i was terrible for it absolutely yeah. terrible especially with broadband right because obviously broadband contracts traditionally with 12 months some yeah. are rolling some are 24 right yeah but if you go on top cashback, the providers incentivize you to go with them so again you've got to check the deals out but if you're going to go online and buy the deal anyway, why not just go to Top Cashback first, click the link that takes you to the website. You still buy it online, but you just you just go through Top Cashback first. It registers it as a sale. Yeah. And then Cashback pops into your Top Cashback account. That sounds too simple to be true. It is it honestly, it's true and it's simple. Top Cashback or Quidco or all of the other kind of cashback services, they they're really good. And I think I probably how much money are we talking? Well, I would probably say that again, it depends what packages you have, but mm. since I've had top cash back, I've had about twelve hundred pounds worth of cash back, I'd say. Over what period of time? Just 
every, every time, every, I don't know, like two years, three years, something like that. Wow. Maybe a bit longer. Because what I used to do was, every year, when the broadband came to renewal, or the Sky TV package, or AA insurance, or yeah. anything, is it on top cashback? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to go and renew. Yeah. I don't, you know, and, and some people might not renew online. Some people might ring up and say, oh, can I get a better deal? Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. You can do that if you want to. Um, but they always tend to say, all of our best deals are online. Yeah. yeah. And so... Until you tell them you're going to leave. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden a new deal appears. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, again, it depends. You've got to work out which is the right route. But, um, yeah, Top Cashback's a pretty pretty cool little tool. This is is a really good conversation, actually. And it um, reminds me of a a plug for an upcoming episode that you're going to do of the gist without me. Um, without about, you and without me can you imagine I know this um, is all about money yes right? and how we manage our money better from start to end yeah so what? I'm hoping that the magical man of cobble accountancy Ryan Munt is going to come on and yeah. talk to us about it as well talk with me about it because you're going to be yeah. on holiday where are you going you're going to coast are you to coast for a week yeah yeah coast to deal what <laughs> Costa del Saltfleet. So <laughs> nice, east, okay. The east coast of uh, of Lincolnshire. Okay. It's beautiful out there. It's nice to. You've got to get out and relax from time to time, aren't you? Take the kids that, away for them to enjoy it. But. Is that how you relieve stress in your life? Because um, I think stress is a big, big thing, isn't it? With, uh, well, with personal and also yeah. business. But especially if we're talking about business and we're talking about this being business related mm. kind mm. of stress is massive anxiety stress you know it's massive at the minute um is that the type of thing it's that massive, you do? But do, you know, do you know what we've got very good at and I'll, I'll answer that in a minute about what i do but i think what we've got very good at or what we've been very good at um in the past um when i say we i mean society as a whole is we seem to have got really very good at normalizing stress Yes. normalizing That's a good point. anxiety and, and work-related anxiety yeah. and making it that you know well of course you're stressed because you're a business owner you're supposed to be stressed well, hang on no one's no one is supposed to be stressed that that sentence on its own is mad um so yeah it, it, it's alarming really that we've normalized it so much and that we this is an important conversation, actually, about how we, yeah, how you, how you manage stress because it does manifest. It does it it does appear in our day to day lives, be it through business, be it through kids, uh, finances, kids. anything. Yeah, kids definitely. definitely. Kids. Um, stress stress is all around us, and I think stress is all around right. us. <laughs> You're about to burst into song. <laughs> 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 wow, wow. Sorry. Um, yeah, I th- I think this. The normalisation of it has led us to not do much about it, yeah. if that makes sense. Or recognise the fact that, oh, I, I'll only do something about it when it becomes a real problem. So what? So, you know, when when the stress climbs all over your back to the point where you can't function, then you'll do something about it. That's, mm. that's ludicrous, isn't it? Yeah. Surely we should be doing something long before then, you know. When the anxiety is so far out of control that I've actually got to go and seek professional help about it, then I'll do something about it. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Why why are we waiting that long? We we we've got to get better at, at self care. We've got to stop normalizing things that are not um, good for us. 
Um, and we've got to, I think one of the first things we should be doing if if you're going into business by yourself and do you know what even if if you're not even even if you're employed if you've not done it yet then stop whatever you're doing and do it now write down figure out have a very clear view of what it is that you do to minimize stress or to alleviate stress to relax to pull yourself away from the cold face and separate from the you know, the, the the difficult and tough times that you're faced with so that your, you know, your body, your brain and everything else can can recover and that you can function at the uh, at the way that you're supposed to. Now, to come back to your question about what, what kind of things do I do? Well, you know, we've, I think we've probably gone through all three podcasts so far and I've mentioned the fact that I like playing golf. I mean, yeah, golf, golf is one of the big things. But um, that's a stress reliever because so, a lot of people... yeah. I was thinking about this on the way, a lot of, on, on, on the way here to mm-hmm. you, a lot of people to de-stress will do stressful things. <laughs> well, it depends how stressful <laughs> you make it, you know, this is, you see it all the time, don't you, people getting stressed about golf, but my attitude towards it has changed a lot in, uh, in, um, certainly in the last five, uh, five or six years, and in, in the two years that I've been playing it more regularly, it's completely changed, you know, I, uh, Rory McIlroy and, and almost all other golfers um, are well documented as saying, guess what, newsflash, golf is very difficult. It's very hard. And because of that, I've got no right to be good at it. There's no reason why I should be good at golf. It's very, very difficult. You know, I don't dedicate every single day of my life to it. I don't plug hours into training for it. I, I'm not down the driving range every hour that God sends to be amazing at golf. And so why would I be good at it? I wouldn't. So with that in mind and with that awareness I'll just go and I'll enjoy I'll enjoy the walk and I'll enjoy the I'll enjoy the good shots really enjoy the good shots um, yeah. and you know what I sometimes even enjoy the bad shots because they're so bad that they're, that <laughs> they're funny yeah <laughs> um, so it's that there's so um, when I do go to the driving range that's a nice um, stress reliever as well sometimes when I need to get my thoughts in order or just figure out what I'm going to do next or anything just going down the driving range and just hitting 100 balls out of a basket is one of the best things to do I don't think really think about anything else um, think a little bit about my swing or whatever, but generally just get out of my head for a bit, swing the club, just hit the balls, and then when I come back, I feel a hundred times better. So yeah, golf golf is a big one for me. Um, there's also um, I meditate a lot. Okay, um, I meditate a tremendous amount, uh, and there is uh, there's different types of meditation, and we're gonna. I know we're going to get onto an episode where we talk about faiths and beliefs and that kind of stuff. So I, I meditate from a, a spiritual point of view. So I do it for like spiritual connection and that kind of stuff. But you know, you can, you can, you can meditate just to refocus your mind. You can meditate to concentrate on your breath. And there's so many different ways to meditate. Um, but there, uh, there is a reason that um, people, human beings, if you like, have been meditating for thousands of years. And that's because it's really, really effective on just calming everything down, mm. just bringing your bringing yourself back to your center, I think, and and just, um, uh, you know, just just relinquishing or ridding yourselves of the the stresses and anxieties that ex- exist all around us, and I, even if it's just for a, a small period of time. And you know, there's some people that see that word meditation and think it's just you know woo woo spiritual shit. Like I said, it doesn't need to be that. Yeah, it's, a bit like, it's a bit like, you know, uh, breathing exercises. It doesn't yeah. have to be anything more than just breathing. Yeah. If you, if you, you know, if, and just 
calming down. Yeah. If you if you want to make it spiritual, then that's fine. That's one path. If you don't want to make it spiritual, you just want to make it about focus and concentration, then you can do it that way. But yeah, yeah. meditation is mass absolutely massive. Really, really important for me anyway. Um, in terms of relieving it, and then yeah, getting just getting away. You know, I'm very lucky. My parents have got a, a, a caravan on the east coast. Just going there, being in the in the sure. sea air, relaxing. Are they there all the time? No. No, they. Uh, How they, much does it cost? Because uh, just you know, just <laughs> well, you know, might be able to. Yeah, you know, they uh, they don't rent it out. They don't rent it out, do they? No, oh, well, even better. It's exclusive use. Exclusive uh, use for family use. and friends well, of family. Well, family. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I understand. Um, yeah, so that's quite nice with the with the kids as well, because um, they just run around around the uh, the beach and everything and do what they around the park and do what they want to do so getting away from there I'm really boring when I go as well I just sit on a chair and do crosswords and arrow words and that's it but it's it's away from the norm isn't it so crosswords uh, and arrow words yeah nice okay yeah. what about so, you anyway what what kind of things do you do obviously I've got my motorbike now yes and there is nothing more incredible and stress relieving than opening up that throttle yeah. and going uh to the speed limit. Um, <laughs> strictly, strictly to the speed limit. And definitely speed never limit. over it. Never over it. Yes. Um, it's just that kind of feeling of just, it's just exhilarating. Mm. Um, I think I think that is quite relaxing in a way. Mm. That kind of exhilarating and relaxing. Um, what else? Uh, I really enjoy games or things that make my brain work mm. a bit like you know you do yeah, crosswords yeah. or arrow words whatever i like poker yeah nice yeah yeah so i like poker i like chess and yeah. stuff like that obviously going to church that's a big uh, kind of stress reliever because i get to mm. you know uh, music is a big one yeah um i, I really like singing loudly oh. to myself i don't wow. want anybody else to hear it of wow. course but one of my favorite bands is the who yeah um and like again just Great, great music. Um, so music's a big one. I say getting away, like I, I haven't been abroad for literally years. Wow. Years and years and years. Um, probably twenty. Twenty fourteen, probably. Wow. Abroad, ten years. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I've not been abroad on a. I don't think so. Anyway, just thinking about it. No, because I mean, when you have kids, you know. Yeah. You're yeah, restricted yeah. a lot, aren't you? Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, but it, it, getting away is nice. I spent a day at Alton Towers. That was nice yep. just to get away and, and stuff. Um, but again, as a business owner, it doesn't matter really what you do to try and get away because you're a business owner. It, it kind of is in the back of your mind yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I don't think the stress ever totally disappears. It's never completely gone. No. no. And I think that's... It's managing it, isn't it? It depends on what we call, what we're term- determining the stress, isn't it? If if we're using the stress to define the business overall and what the business is, um, then yeah, that's always ticking in your brain um, yeah. at the back for sure. But I think it is it is that stepping away from it. So you can just push it that little bit further back in your brain. I think that helps to mitigate the potential stress it can cause for sure. Yeah. Um, it's interesting what you say about holidays actually and about going abroad and I was in my early 20s um, 
whenever I went abroad, it was about I didn't I didn't want to sit still. It was like I want to go out. I want I want to look at I want to see the culture. I want to go and look at like the uh, you know the local market or the castles or the yeah. marina or whatever. I want to be out and, and explore it all. And then as I've got older, and it was I was similar to you, where I didn't go abroad for about ten years, and then um, Carly, my wife and uh, um, and I went on our first holiday abroad, and we had no plans to do anything. This is only about three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, we had no plans to do anything, and we spent the entire week pretty much just sitting on a sun lounger um, on the side of the pool eating Cheetos. Nice. And do you know what? It was one of the best holidays <laughs> I've ever had in my life. It was so nice to do nothing. Just sit, lie down in the sunshine, have a little snooze, have a bit of a swim, come out, lie down again. It's it's just strange, I think, as you get older, how your brain changes and how what you need in order to relax and switch off yeah. changes. I think I think for me as well, holidays are normally holidays normally for me I've I've, I've always been about the kids. Yeah. And yeah. so I think my view over the past kind of year or two you know, going through what I've been through has changed as well about how I see things. Mm. Uh, my dad always jokes that I have the worst memory um, uh, of anybody <laughs> because he did. They did so much stuff with us as kids, and I can't remember a single thing. Yeah. And uh, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I kind of think kids don't need to go on extravagant holidays personally they don't need to go on extravagant holidays to disneyland if you can do that amazing i'm sure that yeah they will remember bits and pieces but for me it's about the time and it's about doing meaningful stuff with them and also doing it within your means as well yeah so for me i can't go abroad at the minute it's just not possible i definitely can't take three kids abroad you know it's going to cost three four five grand and so you know going to somewhere like static caravan at Skegness or going to Hunstanton or wherever yeah. actually I've got three of them with me and the kids will find the fun absolutely yeah, all, all yeah absolutely yeah well, well yeah I mean take a football and James will kick it against a wall for seven days straight you know Brilliant. so um, it, yeah it, it's, it's what you make of it isn't it but I think managing the stress and doing the stuff that you enjoy uh, I'd really like to do a track day yeah motorbike yeah, you know, yeah. and, and just go as fast as I, I need to get some decent leathers anybody knows Anywhere to get some decent leathers, let me know. Um, but it, it, it's about doing the stuff that you enjoy doing and doing it regularly so that there's always something, to, I think, to look forward to. I think that's always yeah. a nice thing as and well. You've got to balance it. You have to balance yeah. it. You don't, yeah. you don't want that. You don't want to tip that bucket so it's you know, it's too full all no, the time. No, And I think that's a good place to end, actually. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just finish by saying that if people are struggling, there's a website out there called uh, Get Self Help. Okay. So www.getselfhelp.co.uk and it talks through some of the techniques that you can go through. I showed you the worry tree, a few of the bits and pieces. We'll see you soon on the next one. Thanks, everyone.